Hey guys, welcome to the the debrief. No, we've got a lot to debrief. I've the episode name and type uh, the... number. Oh yeah, we are now episode thirteen. It's Friday, so hopefully that won't give us any bad luck. No, that's actually it's super unlucky and um, all of the exactly get some souls that I don't all, imagine yourself. All the all the stuff, shake your leg, rub its feet. But yeah, today's gonna be a debrief because there's a lot of shit that's been going down. Um, and we felt like, yeah, we need to have a bit of an emergency debrief. So, yeah. um, lots of exciting stuff coming your way in the next couple of months, but yeah, we thought this was quite necessary to speak about some stuff that's been going on, so. Oh yeah, so we're going to start with, um, a bit of Derek Chauvin and the George Floyd trial. Yes. Because that has, we've been watching that in our house for the past, like, two weeks. Well, two weeks has it been, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, obviously the events happened last summer, but just to be clear, this is the court case that's happening year on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, do you want to tell? Do you want to sort of start? Us um. Off? Okay. Let me let me try and say what's been happening. So they've just been like interviewing witnesses and stuff, trying to get like the most solid case they can. Obviously, the prosecutors are, are saying that um, like without a doubt, he murdered. Um, I'm not sure if, what, how long they're trying to put him away for, but like... Well, I think essentially what it is, um, I think the kind of, the type of the sentence and stuff like that get cited near the end. Um, but I think, yeah, the prosecution obviously want murder. Yeah. Um, obviously, not, you know, wrongs down from that are like... Um, the degree, manslaughter, yeah. and obviously the defence want to get him acquitted. So... But like, acquitted? <laughs> well, I mean... Uh, are these retarded? They're really good lawyers, though. I'm not gonna lie to you. That that guy, um, I can't remember his name. Beard. Yeah, it's quite. Um, I think you want to. You're supposed. To, he's supposed to be the villain, but he's a pretty like. Yeah, he's a sound guy. Like sound he doesn't. Guy. Yeah. I mean, I've known nothing about him, but he's not greasy. Um, <laughs> yeah, but obviously, you know, it's like the world versus Chauvin versus his lawyer and yeah. his lawyer. So I mean, it's pretty obvious where things are going. You would think. But obviously, a lot of people would see manslaughter as a failure. So, I mean, would you see manslaughter as a failure? I mean, yeah, because it wasn't an accident. Like, <laughs> he clearly nailed, nailed, knelt <laughs> on his neck yeah. for nine minutes, and, like viciously killed him. Yeah, I mean, it's like he's like it wasn't even like it's not like it was no, it was barbaric, but it's not like it was like it was so a evil. Bit of that rage, it was, it was. It's like so calm and collected, yeah. and even when you see him in court now, he just kind of sits there. Like he writes his notes down. He just looks up. Looks down, writes his nose, there's no emotion, there's no tears, there's no and obviously he was prepped, but like you would just feel Yeah. You feel awful, you'd literally want to go and testify and be the like day after, but I don't know, like guys let's not even do this. I obviously killed him. I don't know, where's your remorse or where's your accountability? Yeah, yeah, I think it would have voted a lot better for him. I think he's obviously taken the stance of well I've done nothing wrong, so why would I be upset? But even if you did nothing wrong and we're going to go onto a case where this may be more similar. Mm. You felt you actually did nothing wrong in your attention. Just what you've caused. Like, forget all the stuff in the last year. Just literally in that moment to that person. Yeah. Um, that would devastate anybody. Um, so, I don't know. Like, we'll see what happens to him. Oh, I was joking what? about it that um, even if he doesn't get, like... That even if he's not... Oh, he's, he's fine. I was talking about driving shots just then. He's fine. So, like... He goes into prison, wherever he goes, they're gonna finish him off like mm. he's um 
he's not going to be in a good spot. And even if he was like be able to walk free, which would be absolutely fucking mental, um, there would literally be like mob. The mob would kill him instantly. He come, he walk out of his house. He'd there'd be people like there with like escort, literal pitchforks. Yeah, he would. Which would be paid by. No, they'd have to change his name. Taxpayer. They'd be fuming. They'd have to change his name, and he'd be like little. Harry, Harry White in, yeah, in southern Texas, just chilling, farming or something. Yeah, he's, his life is over. But yeah, I mean, so the court case has been quite interesting. I like what you said. It's been interesting to see lawyering at yeah, that at level. Yeah, at its finest. Um, like, obviously, we've got quite a resoundingly sort of biased case in terms of how much evidence we've all been seeing over the last year and, and how much there is against it. And still, it's become there is you know two sides and yeah. two thing, and they're trying to structure it like a proper court case, which I guess they have to do. Um, they had a firefighter on who was at the the scene, and that's kind of interesting. What do you make of that? Yeah, Let she us. was. She was. I was rooting for her, right? I was really rooting for her. She was saying all the stuff she should say, which is like given the evidence. I mean, I was there because. I saw it and I'm a trained medical professional, so I thought this guy clearly is in trouble, let me help him. All of that good, good, but then she started getting a bit arsy to the prosecutor yeah. and was kind of like, well, like she was not, she was just saying things that were emotional. She wasn't saying facts at, at one point, and I was just like, that is not your job. You've been prepped for a year, are you silly? And the judge obviously does that classic judge thing of like saying, you will respect the court and you will say this stuff and blah, 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 and it just makes her seem like, yeah. Hysterical or not a credible witness and stuff like that. Judges are kind of peak, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, always. They give me bad vibes apart from Nicola. Yes. Oh dear, Nicola. We've got a uh, uh, Supreme Court judge interview coming soon, so. Is that what her promotion was? Is that no, the yeah. right words? Well, that would be clarified. High but court, she just high got, court, we'll, guys. we'll find out what she's just been sworn into. But um, this is in, it is in Zambia, so a different type of law, but it will be very interesting. But yeah, I mean, law and courts and judges. It's all a bit of a weird circus act, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes? it's all like lots of manipulation and in like pandering and, and bureaucracy. Bureaucracy, and... yeah. It's it's just weird that like random people just get to decide what happens to you. Yeah. Like, literally random like randomers. Like it's kind of what we were speaking yesterday about the death penalty and stuff like that. Like it's somebody's job to literally come in and take. Oh yeah, like, we were talking about how weird it is that um yeah, there's there's a spe- like a specific person or a specific doctor who thinks yeah. So like I'm a doctor and I train to save people's lives, but now I want to go into like yeah. lethal injection. And we found out that you don't even actually have to be a doctor. You, you can, can be a prison guard, nurse, like. You just have to be trained enough to um to inject somebody. And if you fail at killing them the first time trying, they get off. They don't get to. Which I'm happy about because I don't even believe the death penalty. So good, good. So, oh, yeah. I mean, oh my god, that horrible, horrible case. Um. I can't remember what the case was, but I'll put it in the link. Um, where the guy injected him and then, like, it didn't actually work. But then he, he like, spasmed and, oh, no, 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 it did work. But, like, it hit into his tissue or something. So he was, like, could feel all the pain that was happening. And then he still died anyway, so. And had a heart, I think often they had Oh, yeah, attack, he had a heart yeah. attack. That was it. He had a heart attack, so. But, yeah. Um, horrible, horrible, horrible. So, yeah, it's just weird. But, obviously, you need a fully functioning beginning to end justice system but it is just weird the breakdown of it but yeah so so she was that was interesting and then they've also had a medic this you want to talk about the irish guy oh yeah there was this really cute irish doctor and he was just he was just he was just fact after fact after fact that he, he was kind of just like looking at them like are oh, you dumb what was his analogy 
the church. He was like, <laughs> so the, the, the defense, no, not the defense, the prosecutor who also has to act like the defense sometimes, like mm-hmm. make like make their case. Cross-examine. He cross-examined, that was it. He was like, um, so like George, George Floyd had like marks on his neck. And or didn't have marks. Did, on didn't have marks on his neck. So surely, like, does what does that mean? Like, does that mean that he wasn't like that wasn't the cause of death? And he was like, well, <laughs> if, if you go to church, if I go to church and I sit on my 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 buttocks, <laughs> am I gonna have marks on my butt? And he just looked at them like, am I? And they were like, um, no, no, exactly. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> So, I mean, they've had some characters, but it's clear, like, whether you're a medical professional, whether you're a first aider, whether you're a paramedic, I think most people, most people are just part of the side of seeing what has become the world justice in, in this case. And mm. I think it's clear everyone's pushing one way. However, you do Social have media is the justice system now, not... It can be, and that's not just, I mean, it's the funding, there's... there's um, it's like a societal thing at this point. It's a momentous yeah. historical movement that's behind it. So it's you know it's it's not subtle, um, but they have had some people, um, you know, aiding the defence. I think they have. Um, so like most of the police chiefs and policemen and things like that have disagreed with what he did. But I, yeah. I think there have been people saying that. You know, I think basically the defence now can say it's mixed because you've had like one or two out of four or five that have said like no, he did what he was supposed to have done. So all it takes is a little bit of what well, was it called unreasonable. But was it reasonable doubt? Reasonable doubt. All it takes is one jury member to say that he he's not there. That he wasn't murdered. So yeah, for sure. So I mean, it's it's been an interesting case. Just looking at the the okay, what was the drug level on his system? What was the part on his neck that was impressed? What was the? Yeah, they had so many like weird little diagrams, like specifically looking at like this bit of his neck, yeah. which just like which makes you think. Hell. But it's like it's all interesting, and it's all I like, get that they're doing their due diligence. But ultimately, I think I said this to you when we're watching one of the the trials. If somebody had a piano dropped on their head, <laughs> yeah. right, that's why they're dead. Like they may also have been less likely to survive that if they were old or if they had a previous injury in their neck. But they had a piano smashed on their head. And, it just seems silly to watch these videos where yeah. it's so kind of obvious what's happened and then for there to be this meticulous case. But it's it's all interesting all the same and hopefully, regardless, it will come to some sort of um, end and justice and there can be some healing um, done from it and some justice seen and so we can start to trust systems a bit better. Mm. But just as we can say all of that, what's been unfolding? Dante right. right. That happened oh, literally a few days ago. Yeah, I mean let's get let's just first talk about the what the incident was, regardless of the fallout. The dipshittery of it. <laughs> That's such a funny word. Dipshittery. Uh, for, so for all of you who don't know, do you wanna tell them how the scene unfolded? What oh yeah, so we have a twenty year old kid who's driving his car and apparently he's got something on his mirror that's like obstructing is like one of his mirrors i think it might have been the inside one so they put him over then they see that his his license is has expired or something which basically that could happen to literally anyone like apparently i don't even know this i know it could be expired i could be driving the legal no i'm not don't come for me but i could be so yeah well right. i hope not, I hope not. <laughs> but yeah so they pulled him over and they were like um 
you need to like call your mum and ask for ID. Oh, she was already, he was already on the phone to his mum, I think. Yeah, he was on the phone to his mum saying like, oh, I need you to, I need you to like give me the paperwork for the car and stuff like that and send me over the details. And they asked him to get out. And they asked him to get out and he was like, why? I'm not getting out. Like, you just asked me to get, I'm just on, on the phone to my mum. And then... Basically explain everything. Yeah, they said like, no, you just need to get out. Like, you need to come now. And then he got out and then she said that she was going to tase him. Well, no, well, I don't know why that, she even needed to tase before him. Before that, before that. So they're arresting him against the car uh, because of this um, driving without a license thing. And then they're arresting him. And then he, I guess, I think the mum is on the phone this whole time. Although that might be important to hear about the sad yeah. story after this. And um, anyway, so he tries to get like back into the car, even to get to his phone, to drive away. We don't know. But he basically struggles away, gets in. And then... And then, yeah, she was like, she sat with like taser, meaning to warn him that she's going to tase him. Then the silly bitch gets out a gun instead and shoots him. And unfortunately, he passed away from that, so. So yeah, as we just said, um, the video clearly shows there's three police officers, two male, one female. The males are arresting him. The female was kind of extra and at a distance. When he broke, when he broke free from them, she, to stop him getting in the car or whatever it was, she, she, she said taser. So she, she announced taser and took out a gun. I mean, these things are apparently, there's a regulation where they're supposed to specifically be on their different sides of their hips. So the, the, um, the less preferred hand it is obvious which one you're grabbing and things like this, because this has happened once before, apparently in a similar kind of way, but to be a senior officer, and this isn't a newbie, mm. to be a senior officer and pull out a gun when you clearly have, have, even if it takes a second to just see what you're holding, was she right. tired? I don't know. Was she under the influence of something? Like, how dumb do you have to be? That's literally like, that's like driving on a road, and then instead of going in first year, you reverse, and you reverse into something, kill someone, like. Yeah. And, um, Come on. And it, it kind of, we now know, of course, it was a very heart wrenching video out from the mum addressing the public since the fallout, um, giving her side of the story from the other end of the phone, and apparently she calls back to figure out what's happening. The, the girl answers the phone and shows him FaceTime, points oh to God, yeah. her oh. boy's uh, body, and he's been shot, and he's unresponsive. And his body was left there for six hours. Um, why didn't, I don't... How gross is that? Yeah. How do you even do that? And he was left overnight in the station, was it? He's dead. He's actually dead. But then what's happened since then, obviously, be, I mean, with all of what's happening over the last year with Black Lives Matter and pr police brutality, obviously there was going to be a reaction. Apparently there's, there's obviously been riots mm. again. There's been like battles with rioters and the police. And I think a few more people have died. Yeah, I think so. And it's just so annoying because it's like, ultimately that should not be happening. Somebody that incompetent should not have a gun. Secondly, the fact that it obviously was, uh, it wasn't just black, he was also, um, you were telling me, the teacher, oh yeah, George Floyd. Oh, George Floyd's girlfriend was his school teacher. Yeah, so this is just further feeding this narrative that there's this like, you know, agenda against people from this community. And so obviously people are gonna take it one way and now it's just resulting in more deaths and more riots and more distrust. And it's just all a mess. It's a mess. Like I was saying to Jeremy earlier, actually like, the officer, yeah, she was stupid and stuff and it was her fault. But I do feel sorry for her, like, it wasn't obvious, it obviously wasn't on purpose, 
but at the same time when you have that sort of responsibility like you obviously obviously she's going to be accountable for everything but like it's just upsetting to see like like it, you can do it to the road analogy like you could be driving and you could look away for a second and accidentally hit a pedestrian obviously you didn't want to kill that person like that's going to traumatize you for life like you weren't you didn't set out that day thinking i'm going to do this like it just sort of happened yeah. like so i did feel sorry for her but at the same time like yeah, when, I mean, you, have, when I think, you have a weapon of destruction, like a car, and like a gun, you really need to be responsible. I think what's really good is she has uh, quit, and you might think, well, obviously, but I think technically she was only not going to be suspended, obviously there's an investigation, but for now she was technically suspended until the investigation went on. But yeah, a lot of the time, like, especially um, in previous years, like police have been getting away with literally killing people for aid and transferred and things and yeah well if she'd got back and she accepted her job back i mean that would have caused all sorts of hell so it's a good thing that there's no chance of that happening at least that will some degree people can rest easy like she isn't just gonna be you know policing with guns um anytime soon or at all but i, I don't see this dying down um i see it as being another fuel to the fire of all this stuff we'll see. i don't know like it, it you know what I think could be the problem? Like, especially with police and army people, I'm like, how are they training them? Do they make them into machines? Because surely, like, maybe maybe once it's like you've killed enough people, then it's just, it doesn't really matter to you anymore. Like, you don't see people as people anymore. Like, that's well, how, but she didn't, sh people, but I didn't is, shoot him, but like... Because I think, okay, military person, I think they would never in a million years, like, that's an exaggeration, obviously. But you'd like to think somebody well-trained, with good funding and training, would never make that mistake. However, they could probably kill somebody much easier. Yeah. In terms of like, you know. Well, military. I mean, military people like bomb places all the time without realizing how many people are in there. Or, like, exactly. Mistakes, so. Exactly. So, whereas with her, I th I think it's just this issue of like ridiculous amount of training for the police or lack of, lack training, of training, which is, by the way, why I don't understand this whole defund the police narrative because fund the police so they don't actually bring out completely incompetent people who shoot yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, instead of tasing them. Like, I, I do, I always think, it's probably a stereotype or whatever, but I always think when I, when I, like, see people who want to be police officers, I'm like, you don't seem that intelligent or, like, but when I think of, like, police officer, like, detective, like, someone like that, I'm, I'm thinking in such a high regard, and they're, like, the authority, that they should be, the like, profession should be more... They should be, like, the most intelligent people ever. Well, I mean, obviously, just the volume of people... You're I know, but like, need... it should be, yeah, it should be regarded so much more highly than it is so that you get people mm. better, like a a better range of people going into the into the job. Yeah, it, it should be a job where, you know, like, um, I remember asking a conversation with somebody who wants to be a firefighter and he was talking, speaking about how rigorous that was and I think it was like, you can apply once a year or once every 18 months to two years and the training was an exam and there was a physical training and there was this and that, mm. there was quotas. Um, and all sorts of or hoops to jump through. That was just being um, a firefighter. Where yeah, of course, it's saving people's lives, but it's um, not quite the same thing. There's guns involved, for example. And that was in this country. So you'd like to think there would be the same rigorous. Like doctors, they save lives every day. Mm. And you still have surgeons that are all, dropping yeah. towels and teaspoons <laughs> in bodies and crazy stories like that. Or so. leaving their freaking patients to bleed out whilst they're giving them a tooth operation, like. Or, or, or whatever it might be and and things will happen in life unfortunately because when things at this scale happen it's right at scale when we have access to the whole world news there will be things whether it's doctors or police that's okay but it's just i think with the whole police thing it is, more, it is more 
like Doctor Yeah, I want to know Blue Moon, but like Cletus every day, like they've killed someone when it wasn't exactly necessary. I feel, I think it's just like, I think yeah, I think a lot of them are scared, and so they resort, they resort to the like the least, the least, the worst outcome, which is using their guns. Well, I think in this, in this country, yeah, you might be scared that a drug dealer's gonna murder you, but you don't have a weapon to to fight them with. Yeah, a well, weapon that will. It's I mean, in that instance, you would argue no, that, that we're, worse, we're worse off. In that specific instance, I, I'm talking, I assume you're talking about uh, somebody who's armed yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. public domain. In that case, because we do have like a... Um, we do have people with guns, but they're, but they're and like if you knew elite was, terrorism, like, please. Yeah, but also, like, if you're doing a drug raid, you, they probably have guns and that sort of stuff. If you, if you knew, if it was scoped out to have, uh, for them to have guns and things like that. But, but this, what, yeah, exactly, that's just the thing. I feel like with our police, it's like scoping, like you know for sure. Whereas, like, let's say for the Brianna Taylor case, it was her ex boyfriend who was the drug dealer. Well, it's just so unlikely that we'll have guns here, where it's so much more likely than Yeah, I know, you, I know, but like, it was her ex boyfriend who had the drug, who was a drug dealer. There were no drugs in her house, like, she was just sleeping with her new boyfriend. But the assumption is he'd have a gun, which he did. He did, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, they didn't knock or anything, so obviously they're thinking, oh my god, like someone's. Probably having to kill us. Like, if someone buys into your house, what the fuck would you do? Well, I mean, I personally would shoot them, but I don't live in this crazy world called America where you, no offense to any American viewers if, if we've got that far, but, <laughs> uh, but the crazy dynamics you have to live in where you, where you can go from zero to a gun in your face. But I mean, okay, let's talk about the important element of this, the racial element, not in terms of this young man's life. For me, that was more important, but unfortunately, this is going to be racially charged, right? So, yeah. okay, look, as far as I can go on it, she killed the guy out of competing competence. Now, if I can put a racial element on it, it is, you could argue that, for example, if she, if her actual train of thought had been, okay, he's escaping to get into the car where he might grab a gun or he might drive away with drugs, or anyway, he might go on to do some further criminal activity. I might be more likely to think that if I have some sort of racial bias against, oh, he's, a, he's this demographic, whatever. Yeah. I, tasing him is the most reasonable thing to do. And obviously the tasing has become the shooting. So I think it can have some unconscious bias to that extent. However, I do not believe that she went, right, I arbitrarily just want to ruin my life and kill this guy. So I'm going to lie and say taser whilst I've got my own body cam on. Yeah. And she, that's, I mean, anyone suggesting that, I'm sorry, that's quite ridiculous. Um, I mean, what do you, what do you think? No, yeah, I know, but I feel like I was even saying, um, it was so, if anyone remembers that, was it Armour, Armoured? Just context of the story. Um, the, another guy, Armoured ru Rubbery or something. He was at... You can say Armoured Rubbery no. as a name. <laughs> Armoured Rubbery. No, no, no. <laughs> I thought you'd read like a story called Arm, like, Arm Rubbery. You're like... Yeah. What was that story about Armand Rubberet? No, you had to make one of a person's name, you dickhead. No, I'm sorry, Armand Rubberet. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, may you rest in peace, I apologise. Please. Please. His name. Oh, please don't tell me it's like a five or a boy. No, no, no. Like last week. So. Oh my god, I sorry guys, you guys probably know who it is. But he was at a like, McDonald's drive-thru or something. Yeah. And um, 
Oh, he parked and he was—he fell asleep at the McDonald's drive-thru. Oh, this is we we yeah. had it on our Black Lives Matter yeah, yeah, yeah. series. I was thinking about the taser element. Okay, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he fell asleep and then um, he was <laughs> drink driving or something. Something like that. Drink driving and they tried to put him in and then he stole the taser off the guy, oh, shot yeah. at the police, and they shot back at him and they killed him. That was it. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But just. Yeah, it's just like tasers are so like dangerous in them in themselves. Like, I don't think ta- even tasers should be used. Like, well, I mean, this isn't an instance of somebody being tased and, for example, having a pacemaker heart attack. This isn't, and that one was an instance of him tasing the police. And you know, I think it's just a taser maybe elevates the situation from a physical contact to a weapon contact, which is, is one step closer to guns. But ultimately, guns is the common denominator. Yeah, yeah, guns. Nobody died a I don't know, even tasers, it's just, okay, it's just like they, they always want to resort to that level of force. Like, um, I just saw, they recently, today, released body cam footage of a police officer killing a 13-year-old boy. I've heard about this, yeah. Um, he was he was running away. I think there was a, a he was with a 21-year-old boy, I think one of them had a gun or something. But like, again, a 13-year-old with a gun, like... No, well, it's well, like, there's a key I don't, you have to tell me the story. So, if someone has given it to he's been influenced in a way that is not Sure, but a 13 year old with a gun can still. No, 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 no. What's the story? What's the story? I, I, don't, I don't know who had the gun, either the 21 year old or the 13, or like, okay. he didn't have a gun anymore, but there was a gun on the scene, that's why they, that's why they called it. Sure, and then they, they saw a 13 year old boy running away. Yeah, and he was like sprinting and. Um, and they shot No, no, even, even worse, sprinting, put your hands up. Hands up, nothing in his hand, shot. I do my friends so weird in America. If Why you, would you do that? If you run away, you can like I get, for example, if you're about to they've just caught you in the act of terror or murder or something and someone's running away, and the idea is I've got to stop them at any means necessary because they could go on to commit another crime. Mm. But it seems almost like maybe not for misdemeanors, but like for for relative, like for theft. Yeah. Of like I don't know anything. So a pack of fags. Yeah. You can shoot if if they were just arrested. Yeah, you, you shoot, you to, can stop shoot them. them to stop them. If they're out of range of a taser, oh, that, that, which seems if, really if his hands are up, arrest him. So why also, were they originally he's arresting a child. him? Sorry, why were they originally arresting him? Because they heard that the, the, the call was that there was a gun at a scene. So this scene. this thirteen twenty year old one year old were potentially yeah potentially the, each other yeah potentially the gun holders. Right. Yeah. And, and they saw, so the police came and then they ran away from the police. You, you can see that he sees the police, starts running through the alley. And then they're like, stop, stop. And then he stops, turns around and they're like, put your hands up. He puts his hands up and then he shoots oh. him. And he's like, oh, shots fired. Like, why does he say that? Well, you say shots fired to suggest... Like he shot him. So and if like, you say shots fired, it says like, I've been shot at. So maybe what happened was, I don't know, this is all speculation now, so please, <laughs> so maybe because there were two people... Shots have been fired in another situation. They heard the word shot fires to, to indicate, oh, he's shooting at you, shooting him. I don't know. Yeah, I, but I, this is all excuses and speculation and stuff like that. But ultimately what you said is like, a young boy's lost his life, seemingly um, not not with his hands up. So, yeah, I mean, all of these stories, like you say, you are going to hear, in terms of the numbers across the world, you are going to hear things, even as big as a country as America is. But it's just, it, need, it needs to stop. It it's almost stop. like... Like a thirteen, maybe you. It's just, it's almost like they're all just so scared. They're all just so scared. They they always think, okay, I've got to use the most violent option. They've got good reason to be, but 
But unfortunately, yeah. regardless, they get a reason to be. You, you sign up for that job. They've signed up for that job. So, and they should be trained. Like, we can't make it too one sided. You know, mm. like, these are people that go against 13 year olds shooting them on a daily basis. We could, I don't know what their situation is. I'm sure it depends on um, where they're based and, and, and what, what kind of situations they face. But it's complicated. But situations, for example, like the Dante um, right one, is just not good enough. It's, there's, you know, there's no excuses. Whilst I don't think it was here, her just assassinating a, a black boy, mm. there's just no excuses for that level of competence if you're going to have a gun. You know, there there isn't. So, but I mean, I also what we want to speak about today is more to do with this country as well as how do we address some of these things other than just saying, right, the police, the police, the police. Uh, what are the other facts behind it? Because we, we, we know that the police are a big factor. Uh, we know that guns in America are a big factor. We know that stop and search and discrimination, all these things. But what are the other things? And that's what we want to discuss as well. So, um, you want to talk about what the, up on um, the race report? The race report, yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, there was a report that came out ooh, two mm. weeks three Last month, weeks maybe? Ago. Yeah, yeah. Some, three weeks ago, something like that. Which was, um, it was like commissioned last year after everything happened with George Floyd to see if there was actual, like, any evidence to suggest that there's institutional race, racism um, in the UK. And, like, so they basically, so the the categories were um, education, education, housing, like, um, crime, and all. I like, think. There was even there was something on um, campaigners. There was something on, like the, in terms of the video whole part of the report, in as in terms of the current response to it. Mm. Um, I don't know if they were called like, the people or something. But yeah, the, those were the sort of categories, and then they kind of just definitively said that there's not like any evidence of institutional racism or sufficient anyway. Yeah, sufficient evidence, but obviously there are problems that need to be sorted. But it's not like this kind of monster that people make it out to be in the institutions racist and everyone hates black or ethnic minorities or it's even a joke even so one of the um so i we watched a podcast um called trigonometry where they interviewed i think her name was mercy okuri or something like that and she was one of the commissioners and she was just um saying about how they realized that you can't even use bame as a as a as a categorization right now as well, yeah change. because um she was saying how people like to put black people into all one category but really like the black people who are doing worse off um in all these like specifically like education are the black caribbeans whereas the black africans are actually excelling their white counterparts yeah it's strange because i was a, a bame officer when i was at uh louise's current uni birmingham and in we had like a conference to discuss these issues and stuff like that, um, a national one. And um, a massive part of that was just talking about the name Bain. And I would actually agree with that though, because I think, you know, the plights of someone who's Filipino and someone who's, you know, Nigerian first generation versus somebody who's mixed versus somebody, who's, all these things mm. aren't all one and the same. Mm. But then you get people who may have a very similar experience who are white, like, Eastern Europeans, yeah. who are suddenly not in the mix. It's just this weird, kind of flexible, but also quite rigid categorization. And I get mm. there was a time um, where, for example, Indian people in particular were 
and, and even Irish people actually, so going back to the white thing, were put into... It, it's just it's just a time where... Ooh, ooh. Sorry guys! <laughs> <laughs> hey, fever season. people were discriminated against that's what irish people were colonized yeah and then, and then got freedom in 1937 straight facts <laughs> straight facts yeah. black uh black people from all over africa black people from the caribbean obviously yeah, indian people pakistanis Seems. um no pakistanis as in the country yeah pakistanis and sikhs <laughs> yeah, yeah but sikhs aren't exactly. have a country anyway yeah, yeah sorry and Hindus. <laughs> okay, don't forget the Indies. Uh, Jews, obviously. <laughs> Jews! Don't forget the Jews, guys. We'll always put the Jews. We'll always... <laughs> um, sorry, and Make yeah, Palestinians and even... Yeah, but lots of different demographics. Yeah, but the point uh, being we is... just... Right, I just listed all the people <laughs> who had the colonised, but... <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, the point being is like... Um, but... I think that's because the overwhelming majority now, and, and obviously historically it has been white people tend to forget that. And so it has been easier to group all of the above <laughs> in, 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 a, in one group, but it's, it is unnecessarily um, limiting. And it kind of just means that certain individuals get to just adopt all of these separate yeah, issues. Yeah. And all it does is just makes there no clear roadmap for any, to sort of any one issue, mm. you know, because it's just collecting all of these separate nuanced things that sometimes, and said in the report, sometimes are religious factors, cultural factors, um, you know, in terms of uh, where, where they are, age group of, mm, of, was a lot of, um, of that. Uh, focus on like single parent households, which single parent households. is a massive factor in the way a kid is going to be brought up and um, is going to view the world. And of course, we yeah. Like, yes, obviously, single mother, single father is great, but to having two parents is always going to be better than having one. Two parents that love you. Is always going to be having better. Oh, yeah, than and, and, and one parent on macro you. level at least. You yeah, know, I, I, as you just said, there are amazing um, single parents. I know many. We know many in our family. Yeah. Um, and they have to be amazing because it is an amazing job. Because it's a yeah double task. But it doesn't make it an easy job. Mm. Um, so there are so many things, and then you know, recently with COVID, everyone's obsessed with this being people are twice as like more vulnerable. But then they're forgetting the uh, multi generational households. Mm. Um, they're also forgetting. Huh? Food, food being high in sodium, things like that. But also forgetting, um, you know, distrust in the government and vaccines from certain communities. And this stuff is now coming to light, and now we're discussing it, while still also kind of not making a direct link with why uh, baby people are also at risk. And another big thing we didn't actually think of, which we thought of, was that uh, pregnancy. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But trying to say that doctors hate Michelle black Williams. women, apparently. Yes, Michelle Humes. Michelle Humes? Michelle Humes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, only mixed race girl, so should she even be uh, talking about something that's a black issue? No, I'm not about colorism though, we're going to clash on that one, but yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she, she came out with a documentary basically, which is kind of put a focus on the fact that black women are dying disproportionately um, in maternal care when giving birth compared to their white counterparts, not only dying, but also um, having negligence towards their um their care and having complications but then it also completely ignored 
you know, Indian women, for example, non-black women, they said minorities were just pretty much as big. No, they didn't say Indian women. Well, well they, but the yeah. report was about yeah, yeah, the black, 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 black women. In fact, they even had, there was a backlash about the, the presenter being mixed race. And yeah. so this obsession with it to be, you know, what's our struggle versus your struggle. Um, and, uh, but I, for me, that what kind of comes to mind is, well, surely if a certain group of people are put in certain areas, uh, hospital funding is a massive thing. Mm. And so if that hospital is massive, if not private, is massively over, uh, underfunded but overpopulated, then they're going to have less care if more people that are in those local to that area yeah. are black. It's all about like um, social demographics, where you live, which, yes, at one stage was a result of racial bias, like obviously when there weren't really technically ghettos here, mm. but like... Or yeah, just even oppression, like, just straight up oppression. Yeah, straight not, even, not even subtle bias, just, you know, you can't you have can't this house, yeah. you can't have this job. Yeah. So that put, you know, Bane people mm. at the time at the bottom. But now, you know, the, what the report's essentially saying is that, you know, there. I think we can all agree there is a lack of mobility socially and economically from bottom to top. Mm. Black people are at the bottom because of a history of oppression and, and racism. But that is, they're two different but confounding things. Mm. But we're coming up. Yeah. I like, mean, you know, in 20 years' time, we'll see who's at the top. Yeah. Because like, because now we're giving opportunities. Like, it's like, people keep complaining about how nothing's being done. But no, like, things are being done and things have been done. Like, especially when you're looking at 10, 10 years ago... You don't know what pe- like children ten years ago are gonna be like now because they're just getting into sort of like their roles and like obviously a thirty year old dude isn't gonna be a CEO of a company like you've got to see the progress before you start to then make yeah these and I don't think I looked judgments. at multiple job applications and so so in the last mm-hmm. week or volunteering positions whatever some sort of position and I don't think I've seen one without this sort of Disclaimer, we care about yeah. um, diversity and equality and we. We put an active thing, blah, blah, blah. And what I'm kind of worried is a tokenism a bit, not just in terms of actually recruiting that, but that might be something they're slapping on. I don't want to be a token, but I kind of do. Well, not even that, not even at the actual opportunities. It might just be something that's being slapped on um, job descriptions, regardless of whatever's happening, just to appease this this need of, you know, um, separate opportunities. Like, if I'm a black or a white hair care brand, is it going to be like... Um, but we love diversity as well, but you shouldn't... Diversity doesn't work in that specific situation. It's, it's contextually relevant. So I want to be a therapist one day, and I think it is relevant um, that I am... Um, I'm actually a minority for both being black and for being male in, in the field. And I think that is important because there are people that just don't feel comfortable being open with somebody who they don't feel like they can relate to, even on a superficial level of, you know, ethnicity or family back values or gender, X, Y, Z. Many women wouldn't want to see a male therapist, especially if it was about something to do with their, their, um, their being female. So in that instance, I think there does need to be more representation yeah. of people that are male, who are black, who have had different walks of life and family backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's relevant. But who makes John McFlurry? Less so. Yeah. Who lays your bricks? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. less so. So it definitely needs to be factored in. Uh, where maybe there's been ignorance, but not now be ignorantly factoring in all all the time, or pretending to factor it in, you know? Mm. Exactly, yeah. pretending to factor it in. This is what I'm saying. Like, 
a lot of these companies are just like, oh my god, we're so woke, so liberal, like we just love black people, ha 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 ha. And then they'll just like slap a random black model onto the cover of something yeah. and be like, oh my god, we're like bands now, we've done it. Oh, should we talk we've about adverts? It. Yeah, oh uh, my god. So we have realised, and you guys can have a little experiment at home, every single couple in adverts now is a mixed couple, mixed like couple. something. Or like literally every adult, every. Every other advert, you will see a black person on it. Yeah. Obviously, that is just not representative of the demographic and of the UK. We live in a a, a, a country which is what? Uh, it's it's eighty seven percent. Eighty seven percent white. Yeah. And I think five percent of that is black. And look, we're not coming from the point of view of what was that controversy with one of the Christmas adverts? Oh, this doesn't represent me anymore. Blah 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 blah. And obviously, it does represent us. But you know, we're not saying like. Everyone needs to be white, and all needs to be whitewashed. I think also it does do a better job than most movies do, TV series stuff, and showing a black woman as a, you know, builder or what. It does show. Yeah, an army it, engineer or something. Yeah, it's a good marketing f- f- programming, I guess, to see different black people in different roles. Cool, mm. but it's not at all representative, and it seems gimmicky because like yeah. everybody. But this is what black. I'm saying. Like all of these things are actually catered to white people. The white guilt stuff. The white guilt stuff. Like, it's all catered to that. Like, don't feel guilty. I don't want your guilt on me. Like, I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want you to feel... I don't feel bad for me. I'm not a victim. I'm fine. Tell me I can do it because I can. Don't tell me, actually, Louise, did you know you're oppressed? Yeah. Mm. Exactly. exactly. Did you know that you're oppressed? Yeah. I think the whole point of ignorance seems to be at both ends of the scale. I think there's ignorance of there's no problem. And there is ignorance in that there is a problem regardless of what context is in front of me I yeah. think the point here is look at the individual where possible and and, and, on, and on a macro level scale, yeah. look at the different factors because otherwise nothing's ever going to get done I, I, you know um, with the Black Lives Matter kneeling in football one player uh, Wilfred Zaha has stopped kneeling not because he hates black people obviously he's a black player right um, he's saying why am I kneeling because it's been six months eight months whatever it's been nothing's changing because people are starting to wake up to the fact that all of this is gimmicks because it, it gets Instagram likes, it gets um, marketing thumb funding, it's good in that way. But because we're not actually tackling the real factors apart from just arbitrary racism. It's literally like shoving it in your face like, okay, you should be happy now. Yeah. You should be happy now that we've like shown that we falsely care. Yeah. Instead <laughs> of giving me the ability to apply for a CEO job, how about you give me some funding to, to have a tutor for my, GC, my math GCSE first. Why don't you, you know what I mean? Some food where I can concentrate. This is where it goes. People need to actually care. I don't want to hear anything about, I don't care about politics. Politics is your fucking life. And if you don't care about politics, that means that you don't care about the people at the bottom of the political ladder. Yeah, you don't have to be. you're too privileged to even see that. Well, exactly. You don't have to be a politician. You don't have to be in a certain business to, to, Lose, use your phone, use Google to research more than just a black square or a, or a meme that you've shared or something like that or just randomly hating who you're supposed to hate and liking you're supposed to like, right? Like, we need to work with charities, work with um, NGOs, um, you know, mm-hmm. sign petitions that actually do something rather than just... And if you really care about all this, if you really care about racism, because that's what the word has been used thrown around all the time, racism like active hatred towards black people or like black people have it so much worse why don't you go take a look at that cheeky continent 
far away from our school, Africa, yeah. where like the majority of people are in poverty. Okay, yeah. all thanks to alt colonialism. Yeah, look, go look at that. Go send some money over there. Go work over We're there. Speaking about that, mm. um, so we've just speaking about how much the world is covering this Dante Wright very sad story, but an accident. Yeah, there's been an atrocious, atrocious. Um, loss of life. Okay, maybe they were tourists and made them all been native people, but in Mozambique, um, it was a group of Islamic terrorists, I think. Uh, don't quote me on that, but that's what I think from my memory. And they have basically, you know, just went on a murdering spree and lots of people died in that country. I saw that on the news once. I haven't seen it much on social media. Maybe because some of the people were tourists and they're white and people don't care. Maybe it's because it was in Africa, so people don't care. But, you know, that's a lot of life lost, and why like, is that happening? Like, people don't see the insidious things that are happening in Africa. It's just kind of like, oh, it's, it's Africa, like, so, like oh, oh, it's we just won't look at that. For them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, it's just Africa there, they'll be fine. Like, they've always had it. We only have to care about the black people who live in America, or the black people who live in the West. Because yeah. Because, ah, there, there are people. But no, guys, we live in a global community. Yeah. Love everybody. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think... We just need to think about things uh, slightly, slightly differently. It just needs to um, be more empathy rather than this weird guilt yeah. thing. And not everyone has to be a, a doctor or a politician or run their own charity to make a difference, right? I'm, I'm not blitzing social media or having conversations with your friends or, you know, if you work in a business, being a, a, a voice for diversity. All that stuff is, is, is really great stuff. Um, I just think, you know, just stop with the pandering a little bit. And if you want to care, then just look into what you're putting your effort towards, if you yeah. don't put any effort at all. If you don't know, that's cool. I don't believe this silence is violence. It's not yeah. fine if you see something happening. But if you don't care, that's also fine. No one's saying you have to care, yeah. but don't pretend to. Caring about putting your energies in the wrong thing is worse than actually caring if that thing isn't doing any good. Yeah. You know? um, so yeah, that's been, it's quite ranty from us today. but Sorry, I was just kind of heated. I've been bothered about this for like a few days now. Yeah, they're all quite important issues. Um, and in terms of a social media fad that someone supposed, was supposed to hate, um, obviously we've just lost, um, lost or gained, depending on your point of view, Philly. The, the death of the Duke of Edinburgh. Lily bits, Philip. Philip, yeah. We've been watching a lot of The Crown, by the way, so yeah, you can get some references. That's why it's just funny. Um, yeah, so I mean, what have you made the fallout from that? I think... I think it's all funny, right? I think the memes about his death, they were funny. But equally, the jokes he made when he was alive, some of them racially charged, yes, were also funny. Is it worse to make someone make fun of someone dying or is it worse to make fun of someone's race? Like, I don't really... Yeah. I'm Why just... are you better? Why are you better than Prince Philip, okay? Yeah, and also like... That's actually such a good question. Why are you better than... Tell me. Tell me why you're better than Prince Philip. Also, yeah, so, okay. If you've... Put your, hand, put your hand down. If you've ever... not made, If you've never made a racial joke. If you've started your own charity. <laughs> if you've created a scheme um, all across schools in the UK for boys and girls to, you know, um, you know go on adventures, learn new skills. Get if you've fought in the war... And saved any lives. If you're a refugee. Uh-huh. Oh, oh. If you're a refugee, you know, if you've done any of those things, you go ahead and make a new meme about 
how far tough it is, right? If you haven't done any of those things, just maybe think. You know, when your hands up. You can put your hand down now, by the way, either way. <laughs> Don't tell yourself. Right? And that's not saying he's an angel, right? No, obviously he's not an angel. Like, he said some fucked up shit and he was a, he was a massive dickhead, if I'm, not, if I'm being quite honest. Yeah. But he was a funny guy and he also did some great things. Yeah, so. he was a complicated guy, as we all are. And especially living 100 years. Like, get that around your head. 100 years and he's still pretty much the same loose bloke. That's all he is, really. <laughs> like, he's not somebody who went from, like, unancy to a this, to a this, to now David Attenborough. Okay, you can argue David Attenborough's quite old as well, but like, do you see what I mean? Like, he's not somebody who shifted with the time. I mean, how do you know what David Attenborough's yeah. chatting in the, what he was saying in the 60s with it's, his friends of course, the corona? Of course, yeah. You know, and I think a lot of what I've heard on another side of this stuff is like, he had to make a lot of small talk with people he just didn't know. Like, he had to go, he had like, how many other duties and to the point he was what? He retired when he was 96 or something from doing duties? Anyway, going up to all these countries mm. and literally he'd have like one minute to say something to them. The first thing he'd see about them is the colour of their skin or the difference of their clothes or whatever. He's a dry wet guy. The first thing he says is some sort of trying to make some sort of relational joke with them. Like, yes, I'm sure he had some things that were, were not on and they would No, no, don't get me wrong, he probably no. But he a hundred percent thought that black people, Chinese people were lesser than him. At the, at, in the 40s or 50s because yeah. that's what the majority of white people thought at the time like they they weren't even free countries like that that was the general thought so it's not like he's some like special crazy guy yeah like yeah and and but that doesn't well he also went there right yeah exactly he also lived among them like obviously as a royal would but you know especially in some of his more like um navy in navy capacity as opposed to royal capacity you know he met with the people he Dance with them, he ate with them. His views change over time, like you've got a. Yeah, he would have met a lot more cultures than any of us would have, um, you know, other than like going to a hotel somewhere that we would have done or, you know, read a, something on Instagram about the place. He would have lived in those places. And I'm not saying that he's an expert on them and his opinions, if they're, if they're rude, are true, but at least he had an experience to have an opinion on. Mm, exactly. So. So I, I, I'd, I'd love. I'd love to um, see the reactions of some of, of some of these people who are so sheltered in the Western world, who they actually go to Africa, and what their actual natural reaction would be like to to going to a random village. Like, would they be like, "Wow, these people exactly like me"? Like, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, they probably take a picture, stick it on their Facebook profile. Yeah, and be like, "Look at that! I have a starving African child." Like, kudos to me. Yeah, here's one P. Come over here. Here's one P. No, but you'd be wiping your hands after you fucking... Yeah. Oh, do you remember that George Bush thing? Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> oh. To be fair, Corona, maybe it was the right the wise yeah, thing. Corona. And we now know, wash your hands after you touch people, you don't know them. Because, honestly, you can catch some stuff, so... Not just Africans, anybody. <laughs> anybody. Um, so yeah, I guess thing, again, this is another big example in the news right now, of someone that, someone or something that's complex. You know, that isn't black and white. And I think nowadays we just want black and white. We just, no pun intended. I feel like <laughs> people actually, people actually hated him because he was a white old man. Oh, yeah. Is I mean, that not hating someone because of their race? Oh, I mean, people are extremely racist these days. And that doesn't mean all people, especially not obvious, of course. But this obsession with, like, white jokes in comedy or TV series or, like, amongst friends, it's quite, like, it's, it's just bad comedy, right? At least mm. his stuff is creative. <laughs> like 
is the thing. It's just fashionable now to, to either like self-deprecate if you're white or like to hate white people. White people are bad at this, white people are bad at that. And you know what, if I was white, I'd take on the chin, it's funny. If someone wants to say something about black people... This is what I'm saying, like, true, if someone funny. says something about black people, I actually do tend to laugh. It depends, it depends what it's like. If it's like an ignorant comment that you generally think they think is true, yeah. then I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like if they're like, oh, he's late, classic black people. We can, we can say that shit, like, we say that stuff. And it's like, yeah. oh yeah, we can say it. But if a white person says, ask a question in the wrong tone, it's a microaggression, you yeah. know? So yeah. we just need to, like, take a book out of um, Philip's uh, rule book and just not make everything so serious and have a kind of childlike curiosity in terms of engaging mm. and learning right. about other people. Mm-hmm. Even if that can be offensive sometimes. Maybe not. As offensive, <laughs> but but risk being offensive to learn. I think. Basically, I'm just so so curious. Like, do you, like I sat there and like creased in jokes, but is that because I'm? I think a minority. It, like I don't really understand. Like I think it's quite. I think this happens a lot of dark humor as well. Like it's just quite um, a reprieve to actually say something that's not so guarded and. Like boring. But then again, I thought I thought it was like mainly white people posting on social media, like, oh my god, Phillips. So gross, but like we were creeping. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. But but a lot of people again, we have to remember like whether it's our grandparents, maybe it's just people that have some sort of connection to history in some way. Um, did really appreciate, you know, what he did for for this country and I, that should be respected as well. I'm not saying that on your TikToks getting offended by your memes but but your memes are also funny like yeah yeah he was, some, yeah he was he was a dead guy dead dead man walking for about 10 years yeah. like that was quite funny he probably would have died for me in a sort yeah. of a bad result if he let him he'd probably be like if i poked you with my hand <laughs> right through he'd probably make the same same joke exactly, about himself exactly so. exactly so a bit of banter really yeah although the monarchy is an absolute waste of time we should send more for money um, oh yeah i'll also get rid of them <laughs> But, um, but no, I'm sure that's another complex issue that maybe we can speak about another day. When we have a royal on, we'll have Lizzie on at some point, oh obviously. God, imagine Liz is sitting in between us right now. She would. We have a some ski. ski she might want to sit a few metres away from her and I mean, we are but maybe too black for her taste. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, she did dance with the president of Ghana! She did. She does like a Ghanaian. So I'm sure she'll be down. I'm sure she'll be down. She's single now. Oh. Too soon. Too no, soon. it's not too soon. Give me a high too five. Soon. No, give me a high five. Yeah, rest in peace. Put your hand down. No, I can't do it to on. Because we're, because they would have seen it. I couldn't do that to you. But okay. I take it, I take it back. You, you mourn your, your husband. But no, it was romantic. Weird. Yeah, yeah weird. Romantic, romantic story, story as well. Yeah, I mean, yes, she was nine years old when they first met. What about it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but they lived like a hundred years ago. Like, imagine. That's a long-ass relationship. It's sweet, so it's sweet. Um, may we all be as lucky to like have such a long-lasting endless love, yeah, relationship, you know, partnership that that works in whatever way it's got to. Mm-hmm. So we can all hope for. Yeah. Cool. Well, this has been a whirlwind episode. Um, Sorry if we've offended loads of people. We probably have. We offend people all the time. We but, love you all. Yeah. It's just a bit of banter. Bit of banter. Bit of banter. Bit of humour. Um. And yeah, and as I say, watch this space. We've got loads of exciting new content that's coming from um, We course. also love it if people disagree with us. Yeah, post in the comments, please. We're always um, ready to um, think. Have, our, have our views challenged. Think critically. Yes. 
So if you're watching this on YouTube, YouTube comment. If you're seeing this on social media, comment on the on the post. Anything, send something in to us if you want to ask us a question, and we'll talk about it. We'd love to have an engagement from you guys. So yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Okay. Bye. Bye.